Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, The Struggle of Two Natures. And in this week's message, Pastor DeMichael teaches us about how even though we have a desire to do what's right, we don't always do right. I know that in my own life, this is often a struggle. And so today, we will be learning about how to bring forth the part of our nature that is like Christ, which we can only do with His help. If you would like to hear this message again or any other message by Pastor DeMichael, Please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Go to Galatians chapter 2. Everything about the Christian life is about faith. When you got saved, you had to believe something. This is important. When you got saved, you had to believe something that was counterintuitive. You probably stumbled on the same thing I stumbled on if you were religious. The idea that your religion wasn't going to save you. And that you had to come to God as a sinner and that Christ was going to save you and it was by faith and not works. Now that ran contrary to your religious teaching, did it not? How many of you, you you were raised in some sort of system where you were going to work your way to heaven or at least contribute in some way? Okay, at least half of us. And we had to believe something that was counterintuitive. By the way, for the rest of you, it still was counterintuitive because man is naturally self-righteous. Even if you didn't have a a, a religion that codified that and organized that self-righteousness for you, you still had it in you. You probably did what a lot of people did. Someone tried to witness to you or get you to church or give you a track or or whatever, or you turn the radio on or the television and somebody was giving the, giving the gospel, the grace of God, oh, I don't need that. That's self-righteousness. I don't need that. I'm good enough. God's going to have to take me anyways, if there is a God. That's self-righteousness. And if you're saved here this morning, you had to do something counterintuitive. You had to believe that you're not good and that you can't work your way to heaven And that Christ paid for all of your sins. And if you will receive salvation as a free gift, you'll get eternal life on the basis of receiving a free gift. Now, everything around you says there's a price to it. You got to pay or you got to work for it. But God says, no, it's free. And you accept it on that basis or you don't get it. Is that not counterintuitive? Don't we have to, by faith, believe what the word of God said? But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. All right, you had to exercise faith in something that was counterintuitive. Look at, look at Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. Did anybody wake up this morning with pains in their palms and in their feet and say, oh, man, it really hurts to be crucified? No, I don't see any nail prints. But didn't Paul say, I'm crucified with Christ? He says, but nevertheless I live. Yet not I. But Christ liveth in me. And the life which I live in the flesh, in this body, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and what? Gave himself for me. I am crucified. I, the flesh, 
I, that guy, that guy that produces all that rotten, stinky fruit in my life, whatever it is. Saul's was persecuting Christians. Another guy, it might be some vice or something. Like I said, uh, another one. Hey, by the way, who crucified Christ? He was threatening. He was threatening to tarnish their little halo they were polishing up. So they killed him. You see, this guy's just as nasty as this guy over here. It's just that this guy is just better at hiding it. Oh, but wait a minute. Wasn't Saul of Tarsus a Pharisee? Religion drove him, too. Yeah. This guy rolling around in the gutter, he's obvious. You see, flesh is flesh. Forget cleaning it up. Walk away from it. And believe what God said in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. He's dead. He said, well, then why do I hear from him all the time? You're working off of, you ready for this? You're working off of memories. And there's little cues, there's things around us that trigger those memories. For some of us that really wallowed around in the rock music culture and the drug culture years ago, I'll be in a store sometime and certain songs will come up, and all of a sudden, there's that memory. There's that memory. He's dead. Reckon him to be dead, Paul tells us in Romans chapter 6. Reckon him to be dead because God said he's dead. You know what it is? It's counterintuitive. It's an act of faith. And turn your back on him and walk in the spirit. Replace it. Replace it. One of the best tonics for a thought life that you're struggling with is just memorize so much of the Word of God that it begins to replace your thoughts. You say, preacher, that sounds like brainwashing. Yes, and I highly recommend King James wash water. <laughs> Amen? Go to uh, Ephesians chapter 4, and we'll wrap this up. Ephesians chapter 4. The old man is corrupt. He's crucified. He's dead. Reckon him dead. Believe what God said. Turn your back on it. Walk in the Spirit. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22. Look what he says. That you put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. The old man is corrupt. And it's just like, see, I got this. this it's like taking off one jacket. See, put it off. And uh, look what he says. And be renewed, verse 23, in the spirit of your mind. Uh, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 talks about that, the renewing of our minds, and that she put on, so you, you, know, you get rid of the old one, and then you get the new one, and you put that one on, and put on the new man, which after God, now watch how perfect this is, is created in righteousness and true holiness. Not that false junk over there, okay? Not that toxic holiness, but true holiness. The put off, and the put on. Being, understanding who you are in Christ, understanding what God has done for you, understanding your identity in Christ is going to help you to do what you ought to be doing. 
Why do you think the police officer wears a uniform? The soldier wears a uniform. The football team wears a uniform. And then the other team has their uniform. And the fans in the stands, depending on their team, will wear their team colors or hat or uniform or, you know, some of the real crazy ones. I've seen them, you know, uh, below zero out in Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and, and painted yellow and green with a big plastic piece of cheese on their head. That what are they doing? They're inspiring themselves to root for their team. Hey, Christian, wear the uniform. Wear the uniform. Put off the old man. All the emblems, all the symbols, all the memories, all the reminders. Put on the new man. Walk in the spirit. See, man, my flesh, it's so stinky, it's scary. Yeah, it is. It's a monster. Yes. So turn your back on it. It can't be reasoned with. Don't try to tame it. Don't try to live somewhere between those two extremes. It can't be done. Walk in the Spirit. How does a Saul of Tarsus, who's persecuting and having Christians killed, turn into the Apostle Paul, the Apostle to the Gentiles, who ultimately gives his life in martyrdom for Christ? How does that radical transformation take place? It doesn't take place by trying to clean this guy up. He's crucified with Christ. It's by walking in the Spirit and turning your back on that. Two natures beat within my breast. One is foul, one is blessed. The one I love, the one I hate, the one I feed will dominate. The one I feed will dominate. Feed the new man. You're here this morning, coming to church, fellowshipping with God's people. That's feeding the new man. Reading your Bible, that's feeding the new man. Praying, that's feeding the new man. Serving, that's feeding the new man. Walking in the Spirit. And, and, and there's so many things that are underappreciated. It was once pointed out to me when you go to Matthew 25 and Jesus separates the sheep from the goat, some of the separation has to do with, well, uh, when I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. Sometimes it's just something that simple. Hospitality. Walk in the Spirit. You shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Brother Spurgeon went through the struggle. Paul went through the struggle. If you're saved here this morning, you struggle with it. But there is victory, folks. Claim the victory. Feed the new man. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Struggle of Two Natures, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in today's lessons, Pastor taught about how as Christians, we consist of two natures. One nature that wants to serve God, and the other that wants to serve itself. And that while there is a struggle every day to do what is right, we can serve God through His strength and guidance. And that He will continue to grow us to be more like Him throughout our lives. If you are listening today and don't see this in your life because you have never asked Jesus into your heart or are unsure of your eternal destiny, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church or visit our website at tvbc.org and we will gladly help in any way we can. As mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or any other message by Pastor DeMichael, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org for more information 
or find us on YouTube and Facebook. We also have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us for our weekly services. They begin with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., followed by the morning service at 10.45 and a Sunday evening service at 5.45 p.m. And of course, all the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and even college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 p.m., which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.